Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Niching Compass. I am Allegra Stein, and I'm here to just talk about that space between earning your coaching certification and building a practice. Now, um, you may, if you've been following along, you know that I have been developing a program called the Niching Compass, and this week, things really kicked off with the first cohort, and I just walked away from that session so incredibly inspired and wanting to come here to share with you, dear listeners, some of the insights that came out of that conversation with hopes that it will help you as you think about your own coaching and your practice. This week, we uh, tackled the first pillar of their UMAP. So if you go back a few episodes, it's actually, I think, in an earlier season, I talk about the UMAP certification that I earned last summer. And every coach who's a part of the Nation Compass actually gets their UMAP. And we spend the first three weeks of the program debriefing on everything that the UMAP has to reveal and show each coach about herself. And um, I'd like to just as kind of a teaser, I plan on doing an updated UMAP episode at the end of these three weeks because, again, I'm learning through doing. And yesterday we talked about strengths. And so in today's episode, I want to share with you the value and importance and some examples around how knowing your strengths can help you with your work. Here we go. Okay, so in talking about why strengths are so important to know as a coach, I want to share this in kind of three parts. First, I just want to tell you why it's so important to know what your strengths are and what it can what it can do for you to have those that knowledge in your back pocket. Second, I want to just share how you can uncover what your strengths are. And third, I want to give you some real life examples, some case studies from the coaches I'm working with in the Nation Compass. So first, your strengths are your natural talents. They are these, this like energy that you bring with you quite naturally into, into your life, into your professional life, into your personal life. They likely come so easily to you that you don't even know what they are or that you're like, well, doesn't everybody do this? Right. But that quality is a strength and is unique to you. Working within your strengths quite simply makes everything easier. Everything just becomes easier when you create a coaching practice, when you work with clients, when you speak about how you do your work in a way that is aligned with and honors and celebrates the strengths that you're going to bring into those partnerships. And when you do that, it generates confidence. And confidence then translates as relatability, as credibility. It helps build rapport with potential clients. Knowing what your strengths are and communicating those also serves as a really powerful filter because when you know how you do your best work, you can be a bit more confident in identifying and selecting ideal clients for yourself. You know who's going to be a right fit and who may be a misfit. You can also very powerfully and clearly communicate to your audience who you are, how you coach. And what makes you unique within that sea of coaches that's out there? And there are a lot of coaches. And you know that this conversation I'm championing is around how your niche as a coach is as much about who you are as it is who you want to help. 
And I think we spend so much time thinking about the who we want to help, right? Niche is oftentimes defined as target market or ideal client avatar. But I really am trying to expand and give a little bit more nuance to this idea that who you are in the coaching ecosystem, your niche in the coaching ecosystem is defined in part and very powerfully by who you are as an individual. And understanding your strengths allows you to communicate that more clearly with people. Please remember that being a powerful coach and being successful does not mean that you have to get on some assembly line and be like other successful coaches that you see out there. It's very likely that the reason they are successful is that they have crafted and embraced a business model that aligns with and allows them to show up and use their unique strengths. One in 33 million people share the same top five strengths in the same order. What this means is that you are unlike almost every other coach out there. And there is no reason for you to try and force yourself down a path or into a box that is not designed with you in mind. So when you have an understanding, again, of what makes you tick and you can learn how to work with that and to create from that pattern, from that um, that foundation, suddenly things just become much easier, much more aligned, much more sustainable. So how do you discover your strengths? Well, I um, use a tool called the Strengths Finder. It's created by Gallup. I think it's still called Strengths Finder, but it's put out by Gallup. It's a simple assessment. You take a series of questions. It takes about 20 or 30 minutes. And Gallup has identified 34 natural talents, 34 strengths, things like activation, ideation, discipline, communication, strategy. and As a result of the test, you are given your top five in order. You can also unlock your full 34 in order, but um, for the work that I'm doing, we focus primarily on the top five. So that's just like a super simple and direct way of identifying and labeling and giving language to what your top strengths are. So now let me share with you you know, an example of what this actually looks like for a coach. And I'm going to use two coaches that I'm working with in the current Niche Encompass cohort. We did their strengths debrief yesterday, which is why I feel so so inspired to talk about this. And I'm going to identify them as coach one and coach two. So coach one, her top strengths are learner, discipline, input, intellection, and consistency. Without going too deep into the nuance of, you know, all the categories of strengths, what I can tell you is that two of those are executing strengths, meaning like how she likes to get things done, and those are discipline and consistency, okay? And three of those are thinking strengths, so kind of backing up this very grounded, disciplined, consistent approach to her life and to her work are these powerful thinking skills of um learner input and intellection. So she not only loves to collect really fascinating and awesome information, she loves to learn from it. And then she likes to think. She is a thinker. So when I think about what she is bringing into her coaching, what comes up for me is actually uh, the earth element. I think of a coach who is very grounded, 
who is very stable and available, someone who is going to take their time. You know, when you think about the movement of the earth, you can't really see it at the surface, but there's a ton of magic kind of happening deep within and this like profound transformative movement that happens over time, kind of slow and steady. And so when I think about, again, how she wants to show up for her clients, it's with this earthy, again, consistent, very thoughtful approach to her work. Now, coach number two, her top five strengths are activator, competition, futuristic, winning others over or woo, and communication. Four of her five top strengths are influencing strengths. So whereas coach number one had a lot of inward facing strengths, coach number two, her top five actually is very outward facing. Sorry, my chair keeps squeaking. It's very outward facing. There's a lot of energy to it. What's coming up for me is the element of fire. And to speak with this coach, you can kind of see there's just this fire energy to her. She was describing actually a a session she had with a client the other day who it was their first time talking. And within 15 minutes, she had motivated and inspired him and gotten him to take the action that he had come in wanting to take. And it was like that. And I just, I was thinking of a rocket ship that the energy of her work is much more um, immediate. It's about action taking and powerful communication. And there's a more external energy to it, like in fire, right? Now, here's the thing. Neither fire nor earth is a preferred element. Both of them are essential. Both of them, both of those energies, the kind of slow, steady, consistent, grounded, and that fiery activator, you know, let's better ourselves. Both of those things are significant and important and valuable gifts to the right client. And here's another thing that's super important. You do not need all the clients. You don't. You are not, you do not need to be everything to everybody. You are going to experience greater levels of success and progress and sustainability in your practice if you own and embrace and let shine who you already are and recognize that your ideal clients are going to want what you are going to give to them. Coach number one, her ideal clients are looking for someone that potentially is going to partner with them over a longer time, bring again this energy of consistency and discipline and stick-to-itiveness, right? And perhaps crafting a very thoughtful and well um well-researched and considered plan for their progress. The client for coach number two, however, they're looking for something different. They're looking for something quick. They're looking for something activating, energizing right now. They need that shot of enthusiasm and ability to get super clear super quickly and communicate what it is that they need to know so that they can get out there and, and, and get into action. Again, Neither one is right, but it is right for the coach and it is right for the client in the moment that they're in in their lives. So coach number one and coach number two now can see that, right? The results of their strengths assessment is showing to them, reflecting back. They're not seeing anything they don't already know. When you sit down with your strengths, it's fascinating to just be like, yeah, this is me. This is me. The, the, the next step is to say, how does this serve me as a coach? 
How can this show up in my practice and really inform how I want to present myself and how I want to create and uh, package up and present the work it is that I want to do for other people? It's not about being like anybody else. One of the things that I saw come out of this conversation yesterday was kind of this initial like, well, shoot, maybe these strengths I have don't make me a good coach because I see that other coach over there and they're really successful and they're telling me like to do it one way. And I guess like, what if I don't want to do it that way? I guess I shouldn't be a coach. And I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, no, you be you. And then the creative, interesting work becomes how can we take those gifts that you already naturally have and and use them as bedrock to build your distinct and unique practice in this coaching world. So I hope that that has given you perhaps some new perspective on why it's so important to understand your strengths. Next week, I am going to be diving in with the coaches around their values and their skills, which uh, both of which are just going to add an additional layer to the unique way that they want to show up in their work both for their clients and in their practice. And I will be back to share those insights with you with hopes that they help you along your journey. I love this strength stuff. I could just go on and on about it, but I will leave you with that with hopes that it has triggered some new insight and awareness for you I would love to know what you have heard in today's episode. So please, if you're listening through the Anchor app, click the button below to send me a voice message or reach out through email, allegra at allegrastein.com. And if you are interested in the possibility of diving into this a bit more deeply and getting some support on uncovering and applying your strengths, you can check out the Niching Compass program at nichingcompass.com. There is currently one seat left for this season with the April cohort, and I would love to talk to you about it if you want to explore and see if it could be a fit. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.